Chronicles chapter 20. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> Second Chronicles chapter 20. Amen. Just stand for the reading of God's Word. Amen. This morning, if you're here and you don't have a Bible and you want a Bible, you see me at the church. Now, make sure you get one. Amen. Everybody can read the Word of God. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 through 25, a lengthy reading. Not too lengthy. Spinning on the reader, I guess, huh? <laughs> Amen. Verse 1. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them other beside the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea of the side Syria. And behold, they are in Hezazon of Tamar, which is Egedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before New Court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might, so that there is none able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, whom didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built there a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If... When evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our afflictions, then thou wilt hear and help. And now, behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then came Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Methaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up of the cliff of Zig, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jerel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle, 
set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, weeping, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the Kohortites and the children of the Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth unto the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, and ye shall prosper. And when they had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that they should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. And to say, praise the Lord for his mercy and do it forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set an ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and to destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of the Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came towards the the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off of themselves more than they could carry away. And they was three days in gathering the spoil. It was so much. And I want to talk to you from this thought today. Victory starts here. Victory starts here. Father, again, we give you praise. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanksgiving, Lord Jesus, for all that you do. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us right now, God. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, again, this glorious day, God. Thank you so much, God, for thy grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. (laughs) Amen. And you may be seated. Victory starts here. If you've ever been to Fort Jackson, South Carolina, as soon as you walk through the base on the water tower at Fort Jackson is this symbol upon the water tower so that everyone can see it, and it says, Victory starts here. Fort Jackson is a basic training post, and they're saying your success will start right here and what you learn in the training that you will receive, amen, at that base will determine your success in life. Victory start here. Amen. So I've come to tell you this morning that victory 
starts here. Amen. Right here, amen, is where you will learn how to overcome hardship. Right here is where you will learn how to overcome trials. Right here is where you will understand how to overcome trouble. Right here is where you will understand how to overcome misunderstanding. Right here is where you will learn to overcome lustful thoughts. Right here is where you will learn to overcome indebtedness. Right here is where you will overcome hurts and pain and temptation. It is right here where you will learn how to overcome fear. It is right here, amen, that you will overcome bits of pride in your life, overcome envy, overcome jealousy, overcome discontentment, overcome laziness, overcome traditionals. Right here you will learn how to overcome worldliness in your life. You can overcome PTSD right here in the presence of Almighty God. Victory start right here. John says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. Amen. I'm not downplaying these things because I know that hardships and trials are real. I know that post-traumatic stress is real. But I want you to understand that God has made a way for us to be overcomers because you are more than conquerors through Him that love us. The Lord says, Behold, I give you good doctrine. Amen. And you shall prosper in my word. Amen. Good doctrine. Not vain, not foolish, but things that are going to reward you good in the end. God's word is designed to make you successful in everything that you do. This is why the Lord said to Joshua, Don't ever let the word depart out of your mouth. Amen. As long long as you do it, you're going to have good success. Amen. I want you to understand victory starts with you embracing Jesus Christ uh, and His Word. Amen. Because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. God wants you to be successful. It starts in the house of Almighty God. It starts right here. This is the training ground. This is where you learn how to defeat your enemies, to understand your enemies, amen, and what he's all about. Most of the people that things we deal with in life is because we're walking in the flesh and not the spirit. We have to be able, amen, to bring this thing under subjection. Paul says to the church of Galatia, they that are crisis has crucified the flesh with his affections and lust. We got to bring it under control. Amen. We can't walk in the spirit one moment in the flesh the next. We've got to do what God is asking us to do because victory starts right here. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness that you might be a church, a divine leadership and spiritual growth for everyone. Victory starts here, amen. It starts right here in the house of God. This is where you learn and grow in Christ. This is the initial training center for what you will face in the world. Here, right here is where you learn, amen. 
Amen. How to dress, how to stand, how to march, how to shoot, how to communicate, how to navigate, how to identify your enemies, how to show respect to authority, how to build character, how to gain self-discipline in yourself. It starts right here. Amen. The Lord said to Ezekiel 3.17, Son of man, I have set you as a watchman to the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the words of my mouth and give them warnings, saith the Lord. That's why you get warnings in the house of God. That's why the word of God calls us. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, Take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all you can do to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with with all prayer and supplication and the Spirit and watching there too with all perseverance and for me that I might open my mouth to make known boldly the mystery of the gospel of God. Give them warning. Amen. The flesh profited nothing. Jesus says in John 6.33 He said the flesh profited nothing. It is the Spirit that quickeneth the words that I speak, their spirit and their life. That's why this book is life. It's not a dead book. God's not dead. He's alive. This is why you need the Word of God. So you can be successful. Victory starts here. Put on the whole armor of God. Have you not known? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, He doesn't faint. He don't give up. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord and you must love Him with all your heart and your mind and your strength. You are my servant, said the Lord, and my witnesses whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. We can win in Christ. It starts right here. Amen. Don't you know? Amen. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the flesh cannot do, and then the law cannot do, and it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son and the likeness of sinful flesh, condemned sin in the flesh, that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus, Romans 8. I've come to tell you, we win. Sister Bob, there is no enemy. Amen. Nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of God. So tribulations or distress or persecution or nakedness or peril or sin, as it is written for thy sake. We are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep unto the slaughter. Nay, and all these things. Uh, we are more than conquerors through him 
that loveth. For I am persuaded uh, that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Amen. Victory starts here because the Word of God is quick, is powerful, is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even in the divide is abundant of soul and spirit and joint and mind, and is the center of the thoughts and the intent of your heart. Victory start here. Excuse me. Hallelujah. For though we walk in the flesh, we don't walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Victory starts here. Somewhere. We got to get a hold of this thing. <laughs> For the purpose of the church. We got to get a hold of this thing that Jesus is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. He's given you the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. There's more to be with us than be with them. Victory starts here. When Jacob was coming back, amen, from being with his uncle Laban, he had so much fear in his life. But Jacob says, I've got to get victory over this thing. It's plaguing me. It's preventing me from being the man that God is wanting me to be. And so Jacob realized, I've got to get rid of everything else around me. So he sent his family, he sent his children, he sent his material possessions. He sent everything across the book of Jabok. And then Jacob got along with God, amen, at the end, amen, when it was just him and God. And Jacob says, I'm getting victory over this thing that is plaguing me. Every day that I think about my brother might kill me. He says, I've got to get victory over this thing. And so he gets along and he began to pray. And there he begins to wrestle with the man until the breaking of the day. Jacob realized I'm not just wrestling with anybody. He soon realized I'm wrestling with God. I've got a hold of God. And I'm not about to let you go until you bless me. And Jacob says, what is your name? And then the Lord says, what is your name? He says, Jacob, he says, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but you shall be called Israel, because you shall be a prince. Let me tell you, church, whatever you're facing, get a hold of God, no matter how painful it is, no matter how much it hurts you, don't let go of God. The only way you will get to victory is to hold on to God. Is, it worth, is your victory worth the, worth the limp? Jacob limped for the rest of his life, but he did not let go. And God says, because you did not let go, you have prevailed. Amen. That's how you get the victory. 
Don't let go. The enemy will tell you, let it go, let it go, let it go. No. You hold on to God. You hold on to God's unchanging hand. You build your faith on things eternal. You hold on to God's unchanging hand. Don't you let go. He knows where you are. Job says, he knows the way that I take. And when I am tried, I shall come forth like gold. I'm here to tell you, God knows where you are. He knows the battles you're facing. That's why he says, I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. So get a hold of God. Get a fresh grip. Be like that cat on the limb, holding on for dear life. Don't let go. You hold on. See, don't God comes through. The Bible says in 1 Samuel that Hannah, amen. Think about this as Hannah as you read the scriptures. It says every year. I don't know how many years it was that her enemy provoked her. Year to year. How many years? It doesn't tell me. But it says every year they went up to present an offering and a sacrifice to God. Amen. And every year her adversary provoked her. I don't know how many years it was. But somewhere in that young girl's heart, she made up in her mind, this year is going to be an end of this. I'm not putting up with this anymore. This year is going to be an end of this. And she went into the sanctuary of Almighty God, and she got a hold of God, and she grabbed a hold of Him, and she says, God, if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you all the days of your his life. And God heard her. Amen. And some wealth moved, amen. And Eli accused her of being drunk. She says, no, I'm not drunk. I'm just a woman of a broken spirit because a broken and a contract heart, oh God. You will not despise, amen. He that humbled himself in the presence of the Lord shall be exalted. I've come to tell you this morning, your enemy may have tormented you from year to year. Fear may be over you year to year. But I've come to tell you this morning, get a hold of God. Hold on, amen. And don't let go until he bless you, until he deliver you. Hannah had a child, and she named him Samuel. And she returned him to the Lord, and he became the first prophet of Israel. I'm here to tell you, you can birth the little sister if you hold on. You can birth one that will be money for God if you just hold on. Victory in Jesus. I've heard an old story how Savior came from glory. How he made the lame to walk and called the blind to see. Then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he brought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew it. And all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. You can be victorious in Christ. It starts here, right here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Victory starts here. That's where it all begins. Right here. Don't let the fire go out the altar. Amen. Micah says, rejoice not against me. Micah 7, 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemies. For when I fall, I shall arise. 
And when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. Amen. You've got to realize that God will always be right there with you. I won't leave you. He ain't forgot you. He knows where you are. Every minute you are mine, saith the Lord. Praise God. David says, for thou art my lamp. Psalms, I mean, Second Samuel 22, 29. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God I have leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. For who is God, save the Lord? And who is a rock, save our God? God is my strength and power. He maketh my way perfect. He make my feet like high feet and set it me upon my high places. He teach my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and gentleness have made me great. I come to tell you this morning, rejoice not against me, O oh my enemies, because I win. I got the victory over the enemy and the world can't do me no harm. Just get a hold of him and hold on and let it not go. Paul told the church at court in 1 Corinthians 10, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers was under the clouds and passed through the sea and was all baptized to Moses and the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drink of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Victory starts here. Praise God. King Jehoshaphat feared. But he knew what to do. He knew where to go. He went to the house of God. In the courts of Almighty God. And all he began to do is call God on his word. He says, God, you said. <laughs> Amen. That's all you got to do. Is start holding God to his promise. When is the last time you look at him and says, God, you said. Amen. That's what Jehoshaphat did. And he began to say, God, you said, when our enemies are bigger than we are, and we come to this house which is called by your name, amen, and call upon you, you will hear us. He says, you look what the enemy is trying to do to us. The ones you would not let us invade when we came out of Egypt. Then look how they reward us. Amen. But what did God say? It's not your battle. It's my battle. Your battle is not your battle. You're your child of God. Amen. Your battle is his battle. Amen. Let him fight your battle. That's why he says, cast all your cares upon me. Because I care for you. Let God fight it. Stop worrying about it. Give it over to him. Let him have it. So you will have the victory. So when you look back, you'll be able to say, look what the Lord has done. That's why God wants you to do it. Because he knows you can't defeat something you can't see. Give it over to him. When David came back to Ziglag, and everything they had was burned, all his family was gone, his children, his wives, everything. And they began to weep and cry. And David's men talked about stoning him. But David turned to the priest, Abinatar, and he says, bring me the ephod. <laughs> 
And he brought it to him. And David went to the Lord in prayer. And David says, Lord, shall I pursue? And the Lord says, pursue. And you shall take over all. Amen. That's what you've got to do. You've got to get a hold of this thing. Victory starts here. Amen. Right here. Praise God. Hallelujah. If my people. How many times have you read that scripture? How many times have you heard that? If my people, we are the people of the name, aren't we? (laughs) If my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive them of their sins and heal the land. Humble yourself. That's what Jehoshaphat did. He humbled himself. That's what Hezekiah did. He humbled himself. When you humble yourself before God, he hears. Hannah humbled herself before God. Jacob humbled himself. Even though he was wrestling with God, they needed an answer. Humility. He that humbled himself, the scripture says, shall be exalted. You win through humility. Praise God. Victory. Starts right here. So whatever you need to overcome today in your life. Maybe it's a bad feeling. Maybe it's hurt. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's a worry. Maybe it's a feeling of loneliness. Maybe it's a doubt or fear. Maybe you just need sure word of hope all over again. I want you to know today that victory starts right here. Right here. At the altar. All directions flows from the altar. Let's stand this morning. Amen. I don't know what your situation is or what you're facing in life today. But I just want to encourage you to let you know that victory starts from right here. You can come to this altar and you get a hold of God and you just cling to Him no matter what comes your way, no matter what happens. Don't you ever let Him go. And I guarantee you will get the victory because it starts right here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'm opening these altars this morning. Father, we pray.